Thank you for joining us on the Crossroads Church podcast. We are so excited to have you as part of our family. We're a community where people are welcomed home, built up, and sent out. Our prayer is for you to find meaningful relationship and belonging with both God and His people. We'd love to connect with you. Download the Crossroads Church app, follow us on Facebook or Instagram, or simply send us an email at info at mycrossroads.co. We pray that as you hear this message, you encounter Jesus and all that he has in store for you. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, those who are watching around the country and around the world. I just thought about, man, talking about the fudge. You can actually support the Cuba mission teams and give fudge to your pastor this time. This is an incredible blessing of, of all things. No, uh, and really do thank you for being in the house today for all those who took the time to, to be here. And we love you guys who are watching online around the country and around the world now. You know, we're, um, if you've ever been to the beach, which is probably most of us, you have seen the power of influence firsthand. You've watched as, as tides have gone, gone in and gone out, right? The chances are you probably had to move your towel or move your, you know, or move your chair or move whatever because of the influence of the tides, because of the influence the moon is having on the, on the ocean, on the Earth's, Earth's ocean. And we may not be aware of it. It's not something we feel, but we sure see it don't we? And you're, we're in a study right now on, uh, on B, which is be going beyond existence. And if you want to, to really be more than a, a, just a dash between two dates, if you want to go beyond just existing on this world, one thing you have to know is you have to know the power of influence. And let me ask you this real, real quick. How many of you consider yourself an influencer? Go ahead and raise your hand. So, all right. You know, there's just a few hands going up, just which there were in first service too. I pray by the end of this message that every single hand goes up when I ask you that uh, at the end of the service because you are an influencer whether you know it or not. You know, uh, one of my favorite uh, movies of all time is It's a Wonderful Life. Anybody else like that movie? Love that movie. I love I loved George Bailey. I love the, the story about him. Here was a guy, just this guy who was a normal, everyday guy, but he just loved people as he met people. He just invested in the lives of people. He had no idea the impact he was having on the people around him. In fact, he had so little idea about it, he truly believed that the world would be better off without him if he wasn't a part of the world. And there was an angel in the movie that showed him what his life was like, what would life would be like if he didn't exist. And he had no idea the impact not only he had on people, but then the impact that had on people and the impact that had on people and really that his life went viral without even him knowing it. And that's something we're going to be talking about next week. Do not miss that, how your life can go, can go viral. But I want us to understand that every one of us are a George Bailey or a Jill Bailey, right? Every one of us, we're having influence of the people around us, whether we know it or not. And we may say, well, my life is making no influence. Yeah, it is. But we can even do it, be more so, and we can even be more intentional about it. And I hope this is a really, really encouraging message to you. You know, last week we took a look and just started on, on taking a look at, at two different people. And one of them was Saul, the king in those days. And the other was Jonathan, his, his son. And we saw that, 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 that Saul had this big platform. I mean, when you're king, you can't get much of a bigger platform than that, right? But he was squandering his platform. He was squandering. He was not using the influence that he had to do anything positive. He was just sitting under a pomegranate tree. And because of his influence, everybody else in the army was sitting under the pomegranate tree along with him but there was this Jonathan 
He only had direct influence over one person. That's it. But he used that influence in a positive way. And again, we're going to take a look next week at how not only it influenced their life, but it changed their entire nation because of that. Don't miss that. Saul had a platform. Jonathan had a, had a person. He had little difference. He made a big difference. And that's the thing that I think Satan just lies to us and lies to us. You, many people that are listening to the sound of my voice right now, you've swallowed the lie that because you're not a celebrity, because you're not a sports hero, because you don't have thousands of followers on, uh, on Twitter or Instagram or, or, or Facebook or anything like that, that you're not having any influence what, whatsoever. You know, I, I asked dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of people in the last couple of weeks who's had the biggest influence on their, on their life. And I was stunned. I loved it. it. It's affected my life on your responses to, to that. Here's what I found out. Only three people ever mentioned somebody you'd ever heard of. Only three people ever mentioned a historical figure or anything like that. And there was nobody who mentioned a celebrity whatsoever. There was nobody who mentioned a sports hero whatsoever. There was nobody who, who mentioned an a internet sensation in any way, shape, or form. Every single person didn't mention anybody with a platform. They mentioned somebody with just who loved them, who invested in them, who took the time, a George Bailey or a Jill Bailey. That's the people that they mentioned. And we're going to take a look at that in just a, in just a second. But here's something that, that we'll go ahead and read First Samuel. And I'm barely going to touch on the passage today, but I want you to see the, the influence that one person had on another, on another person. Next week, we'll take a look at how the big impact went. One day, Jonathan, son of Saul, said to the young man bearing his armor, come, let us go over to the Philistines' outpost on the other side. Do all that you have in your mind, the armor bearer said. Go ahead, I am with you, heart and soul. And together they took on a whole Philistine garrison and it changed the nation, won the battle and everything. But I, I, went, I thought of this, there was no way that armor bearer would have ever done that on his own if it hadn't have been the influence of one person who said, I'm not just going to sit around, I'm going to do something. And that person just making that decision had an impact on this person that changed again, changed the, the whole nation. So here's the question, or some things that we need to know. Uh, first of all, that every single one of us have a sphere of influence. Every one of us. You have a sphere of influence that God has strategically, hear this, God has strategically placed you exactly where you are, in your family, in your job, in your school, in your community, on your team, whatever it is, to have an, a positive influence on, on those. I mean, think of it, it's like we have a row. Somebody mentioned that one time. It's like each one of us have a row, and we're responsible for the people on that row. We are responsible for making a difference in their life, for being a positive influence in that. But God has put, given you parents to have an influence in. God has given you children to have an influence with. God has given you brothers and sisters, relatives, again, classmates, people you go to church with. And God has given you that sphere of influence, whether you know it or not, to make a difference in their, in their life. Another thing is we all have power to influence others. Every single person that's hearing the sound of my voice, you have power to influence other people in a positive way. 
I remember learning that at a really, really early age. I was probably six years old, and I went shopping with my, with my mom and my Aunt Betty at the time. And they, she was, Aunt Betty was trying all these clothes, and I'm just watching and everything, but, but she wanted to buy a dress. And she, she tried on several dresses, and one she tried on this blue dress, and she went back in to, to change something else. And Mom said, how did you like that dress? I said, I thought she looked really pretty in that. And my mom looked at me and said, why don't you tell her? And so she came back out, and she had all these dresses. She was wondering whether to get any of them, which one to get, do I get any of them? And I looked at her and said, Aunt Betty, I think you look really good in that blue dress. What do you think she did? As a little six-year-old, six she immediately went up and, and bought that dress, and I realized, wow, I just said something positive to somebody, and I could have an influence on what they, uh, on what they did in a, in a positive way. We all have power to influence, again, whether you know it or not. Another thing is influence can go two ways, can't it? Every one of us, we've had people who have been a bad influence in our life. Every one of us had had people that would be, have been a good influence in our life. And the thing is, too, is we've been bad influences to people, and we've been good influences to people. It can go either way. And I remember one time I was, I was at a, a pastor's conference in Atlanta, Georgia. This is in the old uh, Georgia Dome. And there was, and there were 60,000 guys in there, 60,000 pastors, most of them guys. And there was, there was the longest, steepest escalator I think I'd ever seen in my life. It was huge, and it was only one way up and one way down. And there, was a, there were a couple thousand people waiting for this. And I, I looked at the guy next to me, and I said, who's a pastor in his 20s, and I said, why don't we just run up the, the down escalator? So that's exactly what we did, and not realizing the commotion we were about to start. So we ran, started running up there, and all of a sudden the guys saw what we were doing, and they started clapping. They started cheering. The guys next to us, the guy behind, go for it, go for it. And about three-quarters of the way up, I told you, it is long. And my legs started to burn. They were on fire. And I wanted to quit, but I went about to quit with everybody watching, right? And so, it, especially when you get to the top, and you know, it get, the escalator gets less and less, and you just kind of have to do this, and man, I could feel the burn at that point. I look around, my friend made it too, and then, and everybody's cheering, everybody's, yeah, way to go, way to go, and wh what do you think happened next? Uh, all these other people, the guys decided they were going to try to do the same thing. And so there's all these guys running up, and about two-thirds of the way, the lead group, they stopped. They couldn't make it. Their legs, they were about to die. They stopped. There was a problem. They stopped, and all these other people were still going, right? So there's this, there's this mob. There's this, we had to run down and start taking people off because people were about to get hurt if we didn't do that. And the next day, the next night at the, at the thing, they said, please after the service do not go up the down escalator we looked at each other and we realized we had been a bad influence whether we knew it or not and some things we can be good influences or bad influences and we're making an influence all the time around us another thing is and so let's let's do it let's go through here's some of the things that you said about the biggest influences who influenced your life a lot of people said your parents i love that I mean, you may, as parents, you may not think you're making a difference in your kid's life. They're watching, and it's making a difference. It is leaking in there. And so many people talked about their parents leading them to faith in Christ. I love that. And so many talked about the influence of faith that their parents had, of just the, their, their love for God, their love for the Word of God, their love for prayer, their generosity, and things like this. And whether you know it or not, your kids are looking at you. Your kids are seeing that, and it's making a difference in their, in their life. And, and something else, most of them talked about a character quality that their parents had. 
They talked about, for, for instance, one person said, it's my dad's, my dad's patience. He was just such a patient man. And so many times during an argument, during situations in life, his patience just won the day is what they, what they said. One lady said, my mom's humility. I just watched, she just did the right thing every day. And it just, and how she lovingly, quietly did everything made a huge difference in my life. Several people said their parents' work ethic. Said my parents were hardworking people and they, they made me realize if you're gonna do something, do it, do it right. I love this one. The person said, my dad was raised in the South in a time when many people were prejudiced, but he showed me each person is a person of great, great value. One person talked about their parents' generosity. Their parent, they saw them in church giving it, being generous. They saw one person said uh, that they lived near a railroad track and there, there, were, there were hobos, were in her words, that would come all the time by in front of their house and said mom would always go out there with some food. Mom would always go out there with something to give them. I love these. My parents were always there for me, supporting me and challenging me. One lady who's a leader in our church said my dad believed in me when I didn't even believe in myself. He verbally affirmed me a lot. You know, I thought about my own parents. My, my mom was, was the most courageous person I ever knew in my life. Uh, mom had cancer from the time I was in second grade, and I watched her every Wednesday that she would go for chemo and radiation. I knew Wednesday night and Thursday mom was going to be struggling. But man, she did it with such amazing, she did it with such amazing courage. And every difficulty, she did not have an easy life. And every difficulty she just faced with such amazing, amazing courage. My dad was the kindest person I ever knew in my life. And you know where, where, where personality is contagious and things? My mom had such a personality, she could go in a room and just light up a room. My dad taught me just, just a love for photography, a love for beauty, a love for, a love for learning and things like this. And, and whether, you, again, here's some other people too. Grandparents were something that people, several people mentioned. A lot of guys especially mentioned their grandpa. One said this, my dad was a workaholic and emotionally unavailable. He probably suffered from depression after a, personal, after a personal bankruptcy when I was a teenager. He and my mom fought a lot, and we didn't have a warm relationship. My grandfather was a significant Christian influence in my life. My grandfather and another man, which, which was incredibly his boss, modeled what it meant to be a good, uh, a good father and a good husband for me. And that's something that a lot of people too, they didn't have good, good things with their own parents, but there was, or maybe they did, but there was always a spiritual father or a spiritual mother in their life. One of the leaders in our, our church, uh, somebody on staff even said that, that when he became a Christian, there were two older men that just poured, poured into him what it meant to be a man of God, what it meant to be a man of God. There's a lady in our, our, our church that, that she's a quiet warrior. You know what I mean? She's behind the scenes, but an incredible prayer warrior. And somebody that she said is, is a person who was a prayer warrior in her life, just another quiet, just a quiet warrior who does so many things and just watching her love for prayer and her love for the word of God that made such a profound impact on, on her life. And there's, um, and, and one person, I thought this was incredible, one person in our church who's a dynamic, dynamic leader talked about an older man who would just show him films on leadership and that had such an impact on his life that he became a, an incredible leader as, as well. I love the fact that several people said their spouse it surprised me how many people said their husband or their wife led them to faith in Jesus Christ. It blessed, it blessed me so much to see how many spouses said that, that uh, they were inspired because of the faith of their husband or their, or their wife. One person said that, uh, that when they were young that they were kind of morally had a wrong compass and said that my husband was always the moral compass for us. I watched him love, love God and had such an impact on my, on my life. Friends, I think, is, is a huge thing too. 
People talked about how, how they, their, their friend led them to faith in Christ or invited them to church for the, for the first time or they, they talked about, one person said, I just watched him share his faith with such courage that it had such an impact on my life. As I was writing this, this message at this exact moment, uh, there was somebody, I was having a rough day. I know you've never had one of those. I was having a rough day and things. And somebody just called me up and said, hey, Lowell, I just wanted to tell you this. And it had such an impact on, uh, on me of just, of just even finishing this, this message in that way. We have no idea just one, what one word can, uh, can say. Several people said Christian leaders, a pastor or a youth pastor that made a difference in your, in your life. I love this is how many people talked about Sunday school teachers and just a man or a woman who just loved them when, uh, at, a, at a time that they, they needed it. One person said this, said, who's, who works in our children's department all the time and is an incredible, uh, incredible help in, in there, such an amazing volunteer. But he said it all started with a Sunday school teacher who just said one day to him, hey, will you help me out? And he said that one invitation of somebody saying, come alongside and help, changed my life for, uh, forever. I love, I love this, somebody who's on stage with you all the time said the church janitor is the person who had the biggest impact on their, on their life. And I'm like, how in the world? So we said, I used to just follow him around and I'd watch how he would do things behind the scenes that nobody ever saw. And what I learned was, was the things that go behind the scenes that nobody sees are just as important as the things that everybody sees. And that was, again, from somebody who is in front of you all the time. People mention their coaches and several people mention their teachers. So God bless you, all of you who are educators in this room, because again, you're making a difference whether you know it or not. One person said this, uh, said that their eighth grade teacher changed their life. And I said, how in the world? And they said that she acknowledged that I had value. And he talked about how he had written a paper on surfing. And he said, but what she did is she just treated, she made me feel like a king after, afterwards. He said she gave me a feeling of worth. And it reminded me of a story, a true story that happened in the 1920s at Johns Hopkins University sociological uh, study that they, that they did around in the inner city of, of uh, Baltimore. And they identified people, this is in the 1920s, and they identified people that they said, 250 people that they said they are bound for prison. Because of their environment that they lived in, because of the, the influence that they had in their life, these people were doomed, is the word they said, doomed for prison. And they went back 25 years later to check on these 250 people doomed for that, and they found that only two of them ended up in prison. And they all went to it, and to a person, they all attributed to one teacher by the name they called Aunt Hannah. And the love that she poured into them, the influence that she was, the example that she was of a, of a, Christian, of a Christian woman changed their life forever. Educators, you have no idea the impact that you're having on, on people. And that's the thing. We never even know who we're influencing. And let's let Forrest Gump show us an example of that. One time, a young man was staying with us, and he had him a guitar case.
swinging my tips. This one night, me and Mama was out shopping, and we walked right by Benson's Furniture and Appliance Store. And guess what? You ain't nothing You know, I was, I was thinking about uh, one time I was in college, and I went to sit just at this table, and it was a person that I'd never talked to before, and I don't think I never, ever talked to him again. But I just asked him, what did he do that summer? And he told me about a camp that he worked out in Colorado, and something percolated in my, in my heart. For the next two summers, I worked at that, that camp, and I saw several hundred youth come to faith in Jesus Christ by working at that camp. He has no idea the impact that he had. He had no idea what one little testimony did and how it affected my life, which I pray and believe affected other people's lives. I asked one young man one time that he, this is a, a guy who we've supported as a, as a missionary and, and did, has done an incredible job on the mission field, especially in slums with people that nobody else works with and just incredible. And I asked him one time, I said, I said, how, how did you end up in missions in the first place? And he looked at me and he said, one time you looked at me, he said, have you ever thought about going on a mission trip? I had no idea. I don't, didn't remember the conversation in any way, shape, or form. But sometimes, again, one little word, one little comment, one little thing, a positive thing, can make a difference in, in people's lives. And here's one person, a young man in our youth group, that even saved a person's life just by make, making a statement. So we had actually just finished uh, a series on worship and praise um, with middle school and high school, and we came together um, on a Wednesday night um, with both middle and high school together um, to do a worship night. And, uh, you know, we had Elizabeth and Mike Beachy and everybody involved, and uh, we had a really good turnout that night, about 50 students, and, um, and we just worshiped for uh, a little over an hour. And towards the end of service, um, Caden came up to me and, uh, you know, Caden's in sixth grade and um, you don't always expect this from the, the smallest of, of the, the age group that comes in, but um, he, uh, he came up to me and he was like, hey man, I, I just have something I really feel uh, the Lord's put on my heart to share. Well, I just felt more than me. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just, I went up to Zach and I just said, um, can, can I just go say something real quick? So I just went up there and I said, Hey guys, my, my name's Caden. And they all said, Hey Caden. And I said, I just I just want to come up here and just talk about something about my life and some, a message. And um, he was just like, basically shared some, some testimony about some things that had happened in his life. Uh, and he came up front in front of everybody at the end of service and I had uh, given him an opportunity to speak and um, it was it was really what was so cool um, is to see the boldness in him and um, you know despite him being you know one of the youngest people in the room and um, you know to not have any fear to get up in front of high schoolers or anything like that and uh, and so when he got up um, he shared some some personal testimony and then at the end 
should never to never contemplate and, and then you know and it's not worth it um and to consider the people around you that love you and um the impact it'll have on people and uh, and so it's just kind of profound and whenever we to come out of you know from the mouths of babes right and so um I stopped for a minute and I, I just really felt the Holy Spirit in that moment and I just said that's a prophetic word for somebody in this room and um, little did I know that that, uh, that came to pass and we really saw where God moved in that moment. He came out to me and see and he said, was talking about a girl who was going to commit suicide but she heard the story she just decided not to. She, she was on that night she was going to kill herself. So if I would have never did that speech, she would have been never back. She would have been gone. Yeah. Isn't that cool? He, it, it was like he was using A person doesn't commit suicide because one sixth grader just stands up and says some, some words that he feels God is putting on his, on his heart. We never know the impact that we're having, how far-reaching that can be. You know, in my first church, there was one 75-year-old man that he simply made an invitation to a family to come to the church, and they came, and they invited others who invited others who invited others who invited others who invited others. We, we cataloged 75 people who eventually started coming because of this one man's, 75-year-old man's simple invitation. And we're talking many, many salvations in those. Many pastors as a result of that. Many missionaries, many youth pastors, many things out of one person. In fact, the person who, who uh, introduced Sylvie and I was one of those 75 people that came from one man's inv invitation. There was somebody last week that came to me and said, and said uh, I'm here because so-and-so in the church invited me. And then the person next to her said, well, I'm here because she just invited me this week. And amazing how just that, that can go on. A simple invitation can change a life, can change a destiny, can truly go, uh, go viral without us, uh, us even knowing it. And influence is contagious, isn't it? I mean, you think about it, the, the word influence in the middle of there is the word flu. And that's exactly what happened with the, uh, with the children of Israel, that, that there were 10 spies, 12 spies that were sent out. 10 came back with, a negative, uh, with, with a, a negative testimony and said, we can't go in there. There's giants in the land. We need to go back to Egypt. And there was such an influence that those 10 people had that an entire generation of Israelites did not go into the, into the promised land. And we, that, that flu in there, we can catch the flu, right? Because being around people and people being around us, they can catch something because we're contagious. Whatever, our faith is contagious. Our love is contagious. A bad attitude is contagious. A good attitude is contagious. Our gratitude is contagious. Our generosity is, con is contagious. Whatever we have, our hope is contagious. Our joy is contagious. Our enthusiasm is contagious. Whatever we go into a room, we can have an impact on that room because we are, whether you know it or not, we're contagious. And how many, let me ask you this question. How many of you would say that you see at least some part of you in your kids? Raise your hand. Okay, I mean, just to, probably just about everybody there. I'm not going to say whether it's the good part in your kids or the bad part in your kids, but it's like the it's like the lady who went shopping with her uh, with her little kid, and they were shopping all day, all day. Just she, just he and her mom, and the uh, the one of the the clerks at one of the stores reached out a a, a a lollipop to him. So he grabbed the lollipop, and his mom said, "What do you say?" And he said, "Charge it!" Right? No. <laughs> the uh, the greater the influence. The greater the positive, I mean, the greater the character, the greater our positive influence. Did you notice something? 
Did you notice that almost every person we talked about, what, they, what, what endeared them, what inspired them was the person's character, their faith, their love, and their character, right? And, and so I want you to do something for a second. Take a breath a little deeper than you normally do and let it out. Now take it even deeper and let it out. Now take a really deep breath and let it out. Did you notice the deeper you, you inhale, the deeper you exhale too. The more, the more you, you inhale out. The deeper your character is, the more your influence can go out. The deeper your in, influence is. And there's something, uh, there's times that our, our influence happens unintentionally. I mean, we just, we just, again, we can say something, we don't even know it, we're not even meaning to, but we can say something positive or negative and it can impact somebody's life. But I want us to think about for a second, we can also need to be intentional about being influential as well. I will say without question that my intention as a dad was to be a positive influence on my, on my kids. I intentionally set out with that job of doing that. When I stand before you every, every week, uh, I'm intentionally wanting to be an influence though that you love God more, you know God more, you serve God more, you love people more, and you want to make a difference in the world. I, intend, I intentionally stand up here with that, with that. The same thing, but there's people that you, you position yourself to be a Sunday school teacher. You position yourself intentionally to be a scoutmaster. You intentionally position yourself to help with the youth. You intentionally position yourself of going, you know what, I want to make a difference. That's one of the youth leaders that said, I asked, I asked them, and this is what they said. I love that. They said, I'm working with the youth because there was someone who worked with us. He changed my life. Now I want to be the person, that person, to someone, someone else. And maybe you're saying, you know what, I want to be that person. I want to be the next one. I'm going to intentionally put myself in a position where I can positively influence people for the, kingdom of, for the kingdom of God. And something else is influence is often time released. Please hear this, because sometimes we get discouraged and wondering if we're ever making a difference, if we're ever being an influence with our kids and things like that, with our friends. And, uh, and sometimes if you plant a seed, sometimes it grows up really fast, right? Other times it takes weeks for it to, to go. I'm told that in the desert, that there are seeds that are under there that, that even years or even decades later is when that finally takes fruition and germinates and, and grows. And the same is true with our life. You have no idea that something you said way back here can make such a difference way down here. But years later, 10 years later, you know how many people have told me that they said it was something that the youth pastor said. It was something my mom told me. It was something that this person said that all of a sudden it occurred to me, it clicked over here. Something way back here clicked over there. The influencer, they remember somebody that took a faith. I did that. I remember somebody who took a stand for Jesus Christ. And in, even years later, I kept re looking back at them going, wow, that's the person. That, had, that person had an influence on my, uh, on my life. And here's the thing that I, I want to ask you now. I want to ask you, how many of you are influencers? Raise your hand. And I pray every hand goes up because you're an influencer, whether you know it or not. The question is, what kind of influence are you being? And here's, the, here's some question that I'm asking. Are, you're influencing people whether you know it or not. You have no idea who you're influencing or the domino effect that you may be starting. Understand that God has placed people in your sphere of influence to be a positive influencer. Are, are you living a life of character that people that are gonna be a good example, that people go, wow, I want the character qualities in that person? Are we intentionally placing ourselves in a place where, where we can be an influence. Are you doing that? If you have a platform, man, use it for God's glory. Praise God. There's people in here who have big platforms. They really do. Praise God. Use it for the, uh, for the glory of God. But if you don't, don't worry. 
because all it takes is a person. Just one person in your life that you're influencing in that moment. At that moment, if you have that opportunity for that second, for that, for, for that shining moment, that you just try to be the best influence you, you can and watch how God can, can take that. I want to close with just a, a simple true story. It happened with uh, a man by the name of Joe, and Joe was a volunteer with the Salvation Army in an inner city. And Joe would do the things that nobody else liked to do. He'd go in there and he'd be there when the, when the guys came in and some of them were too drunk to, to go to their rooms and he'd help them to their rooms and he'd, he'd even undress them and, ta- and clean them up and, and he'd clean up their vomit and clean up other things and, and things and he, just, he would just love one person at a time. And one night there was the, the pastor was giving a, 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 an altar call and said, and said, if you want to receive Jesus, come now. And the person came running down and said, and he was screaming out, make me like Joe, make me like Joe. God, make me like Joe, make me like Joe. And the pastor said, don't you mean make me like Jesus? And the man looked at him and said, is he like Joe? And know that we can be, that we're a Joe, we're a Jill to somebody. That we're going to be, that people are watching us. We can make a difference one life at a time. I mean, you don't have to have a platform. All you need is one life. Look at the people around you. Look at your row. Look at the sphere of influence and see how you can intentionally be a good influence for Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Crossroads Podcast. Check back with us weekly to hear more messages. We hope you have a blessed day.